Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Today is April 18th. It felt like yesterday was April 2nd. Time's doing a weird thing right now. Um, really weird. This episode is is uh, going to be short. I said that last time, but it ran normal. So this one might run normal too. But I just kind of wanted to pop on and talk quickly about um, the situation in Ontario. Uh, to some of you that haven't really been paying attention, we are the most locked down uh, prison state thing going on. Um, it's it's peculiar because you look at, we look, from our position, we look at states that are wide open. We look at Texas and in, in Florida, and then we look at other states that are easing things off. And no joke for you guys in the states that haven't been listening or, or, or haven't heard about what they've done, what they did to us, and this is an interesting story. There's a two-part of this, but what they did and then retracted, <laughs> idiots, they flat out said that the police can now go and check you. They can stop anyone walking on the street and they can stop any car and they can just say, what are you doing? What's what's your name? What's your address? And why are you out of your house? This was, this was the rules. <laughs> And man, it, to me, it doesn't like, I don't, I'm not, I don't care necessarily where you stand on the, on the vaccine and the COVID. I really don't fucking care. The fact that we have to, the fact that somebody can talk about COVID or, or some disease that in and of itself is peculiar. Um, to go from that to being like you, the, the, the police now have the authority to stop anyone walking and demand they know why they're out of their house. Now, what happened in Ontario again was this was overturned. So almost immediately, the police said, we're not going to do this. This is dumb, even though this is the thing. Like, no police officer is going to just randomly stop people. So there was an apparent backlash inside this. Now, everyone outside of the Ontario bubble, um, you know, obviously you're not getting our news. And, and, and 
why I'm sharing this, the majority of my audience isn't in Ontario. The majority of my audience is, is everybody elsewhere. You guys are everywhere. Um, but I honestly feel living here that they are using us as a testing ground to see what you know humanity will do because Canadians are notoriously kind. So how far could you push a Canadian, right? That's kind of like my theory on this. And they push and they push and they're like, they're like, they're like, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to, we're going to lock. The, we can't handle the overflow of people in the hospitals. 14 beds are used up. So children cannot use playgrounds was Doug Ford's idea. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very well aware that this is all mastery puppetry. Doug Ford's just some jamook reading off a script. He's not a real, there's no, the guy's not sitting down and figuring things out. They hang him up in the closet and they pull him out for TV. I get it. Um, you know, things like just the, some of the things that they say, it doesn't matter. I'm not here to talk about the, he said, she said, I am here to talk about the underlying tones that are going on throughout the entirety of everything. It is, at the least, it's division. You know, when when we realize that the, you know this 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 whole, it's it's who was it the Rockefellers that said we're just waiting for the the proper thing to execute the new world the new world order the new world government. How much are they going to push Canada? How much are they going to keep pushing us? Um, probably a lot, but it was nice to see a pushback. Um, that being the. I don't know, like the, the, I'm not going to say breaking points. It certainly wasn't, but certainly the very first public point of contention that was announced over general airwaves. Now I know that there's riots going on in almost every city. And the funny thing about these riots too, is that's also division, right? If we really think about, again, ladies and gentlemen, outside of Ontario, bear with me on this one and just use this as a reference if they start changing things up in your town, uh, it is, it's weird. It's a weird energy. It's a weird juju. It's a weird spot to be in because I'm not a naysayer. In fact, I don't even, as much as this is a division tactic, I firmly see this as them driving like-minded people together. So when you don't succumb to the fear that goes along with what's going on here, when you have the ability to sit back and be like, okay, I'm going to say these things. I'm going to have this piece. I'm going to, I'm going to have this opinion. And when you understand that you don't need to fight other people, that's a real game changer. So everyone that, that that's believing that they need to fight should one by one inch by inch, piece by piece sort of slip off. I made, uh, I, I did a, a Facebook update recently. The most recent one I did. Uh, and and the caption was was uh, magnificent, you know, because only time will tell what comes next. And in my station, in my spot, I have this firm belief that you know there's nothing to worry about. So when I watch all of this panic, I'm it, it, it's almost it's almost entertaining to watch the panic, even though you know that, you know, some people are really in full blown panic and I'm not 
selling anyone short. As a matter of fact, if if you're listening and you're in Ontario and you want to talk about your position, your situation, or if you think I'm an asshole, if you if you, if you want to share anything, please do give us a call 647-338-1265. Um, just leave a message and we will address your concern. We'll talk about it. If you guys are seeing something that I'm not seeing, um, give us a call. Again, that number is 647-338-1265. I'll put that in the liner notes. But this is a call to unity in my in my sign. The thing that I posted last was, when the truth comes out, do not ask me how I knew. Ask yourself why you didn't. And what I wrote along with that was, there are uh, there is no more war between us. You can feel free to believe what you want. I'm going to work with the people asking questions. One love for everyone, however. Our journeys are all unique to anyone asking questions and seeking or seeing this, seeing these weird peculiarities, keep asking your questions, keep playing your game to the best of your ability and know that you're not alone and that the numbers of people that are seeing this are growing and, and they are this whole divide, this whole, this whole situation has literally nothing to do with a virus. It has nothing to do with anything other than, uh, the the craziest form of control, and when you see it for what it really is, it's it's almost mind blowing. Now, to my energy based friends, uh, actually, to my energy based friends, I'm gonna give you an update on the scalar energy too. And the scalar site is up on our website, so if you go to thementalmasteryalliance.com, you can check out scalar energy for yourself. It's crazy, thirty days for free with us. Um, no obligation, no nothing. I'm not even selling this. There's no money in this for me. This is just for you guys. Go check it out. I uh, Again, I'm not running ads. I won't run ads. Uh, I love talking and sharing things that I love. You can also get, if you're in Canada, you can also buy mushrooms off the webpage. <laughs> Fantastic. And, but remember what Alan Watts says with regards to mushrooms. Psychedelics are there to give you a message. Once you get the message, hang up the phone. Now, what was I doing? Oh, yes, I was looking for another image with regards to the energy that I, I absolutely love this. I loved this, this sentiment. It had to do with um, the 100th monkey. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, the 100th monkey effect. Uh, somebody brought it to my attention, but um, I, I love it. I love this this idea, and it, it makes so much sense. It, like, it instantly resonated with me when I heard it says the 100th monkey effect is hypothetically is a hypothetical phenomenon in which a new behavior or idea is spread rapidly by unexplained means from one group to all related groups once a critical number of members of the group exhibit the new behavior or acknowledgement of the idea so we live in a time right now where we've hit the 100th monkey and it's no longer a battle of Oh, well, of course, Dr. Fauci's good because uh, he's on television and everybody that's on TV is pure and here to help you. We're here for you, to help you, not line our own pockets. That's not what we're here for. We're here for you. It's incredible. It's incredible. So now people are like, okay, well, why do I have to, why do I, why are the police allowed to ask me where I live? In all of Ontario, because some dude in Toronto has the sniffles. 
And when you break it down like that, there's no thing. Because remember, too, anyone can get mad. Ladies and gentlemen, anyone can get mad at anything, but they're not mad at you. They're mad at their own ideology. This whole COVID thing was a fucking psychological weapon from the beginning. Do you, I don't know if you guys remember how it started. (laughs) Most people don't even remember how it started. It was this people dropping dead on the streets of China bullshit. Just dropping dead. Just going about my day. Now I'm dead. And it happened to so many people. So the whole world got crazy and they got, they got fear, fearful and fed up. And then the media said, Hey, also there's a toilet paper shortage. So the media created some random toilet paper rush. What the fuck was that all about? Again, just testing its own power. I would have to assume. Well, from there we went to, it was, it was, uh, some bat pissed in a soup and some man got it. And now all the Royals have COVID and all the, all the celebrities have COVID and, and everyone that was ever involved in certain activities got COVID. <laughs> but none of our friends did. And then they changed that too to remember the respiratory. There's not enough respirators for everybody. We're all going to die. Not enough respirators. Oh, respirators, by the way, are hurting you. The respirators were never an issue. So they changed that narrative and never really talked about it afterwards. To the point right now where the narrative has changed so many times and they've spun themselves in so many different double speaks that it's clear the only intention with all of this is to create a divide. But what's actually happened in my most humble of opinions, which I'm clearly humble towards all of my opinions, (laughs) what's really happened in my mind, in my eyes, and what I've seen is that people are reaching out to me more. People in my inner circle who once made fun of me are starting to see. They're starting to see the connection. Now, this doesn't mean that there isn't multiple facets going on. I mean, it's my firm opinion as well that anyone that's got the vaccine, that has received the vaccine, is now contagious and will now be spreading it to other people, which will then cause a catastrophe. Much like I am legend, Will Smith. But I'm not here fear-mongering that either. I'm not going to push that. You don't have to believe that. I don't even really fully believe it, to be honest. I'm just watching an entire psychological operation where anything outside of your physical field of vision is something you have to rely on somebody else to hand you. And then from there, you can choose what you want to believe about it. Um, Plato's Cave. If you guys haven't looked into that. We're literally watching Plato's Cave. Those that know are showing us and telling us a story. And we just sit blindly and accept it. But there's so many layers and divisions to it that we don't understand. It's like this. It's like jail exists so people don't realize that the that that their city lines are a form of jail. Their city lines, their provincial lines or their state lines, their country, and then what's bigger than that? Right? So jail exists so that we don't think that we're in jail or that we don't think that we're locked in. We're allowed to think as grandiose as we absolutely want to think. But there are so many layers that are put in place and put into our psyche. And at the same time, if you really consider everything you've ever learned about anything from the dawn of time, it was handed to you. School is an indoctrination camp. You're not taught how to think. You're taught to memorize what they've told you. Which then makes you think it's the truth. But if you really knew what your truth was, why would anyone put up with what this is? Why I'm going on this peculiar tangent is simply because 
if we start truly thinking about what we need to think about and if we start truly seeing what's to be seen, then all of the peculiar absurdities that we're looking at right now will start lining up on a different line and in a different tone. And we'll truly start seeing our purpose, our place, our need here. And the grand collapse begins. The grand collapse of, like, you'll see the fiat currency is a joke. There's no real power proof to anything. Cryptocurrency, for example, right now is just, is just demonstrating that. You work your entire life to make money that they tell you is good money. To buy things that you think that you need. Because they showed you the things on MTV Cribs. <laughs> we are the generation of kids that grew up on Pimp My Ride that grew up on MTV, that grew up on not having what they have and wanting what they have. We grew up on never feeling good enough. We grew up in the massive era of pornography everywhere where every man thinks his dick is too small and every woman doesn't think that she's a porn star. Where everyone thinks that you have to disrespect to have proper sex where you can't really make love. We grew up in a world where the entirety of our family unit was separated. Dad went to work, mom went to work, and the kids went to school. We grew up in division from the moment that we were born. We were pushed out there to have our thoughts and to have our positive life-affirming moments. We were taught so many things, but we were never taught to feel. We were never taught to think. We were never taught what our taxes were for. We were never taught why we had to pay taxes. We were never taught to think about anything other than what they told us to think about. And you wonder now at this moment in time, at this very moment in time, why they kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Since the day you were born, they've been brainwashing you and pushing you. And something's happening right now. You could be 20, you could be 40, you could be 60. Something's happening right now where we are waking up. They want to make fun of you. They want to call it woke. Oh, you think you're woke? You think you're woke because you see stuff? That's bullshit. There's no waking up. There's no... There's no clarity that isn't that that once you're past ego, you don't even worry about it. I'm not going to put a title on things. I'm just going to say we're seeing things now. At this moment in time, we all share this moment in time. This moment in time is different for all of us as well because this moment in time for me is me recording this message. This moment in time for you is the minute that you're hearing this message. That's, that could be in 10 minutes, that could be in an hour, that could be in 20 years. Your moment in time is now and everything lines up for you when it's supposed to. So this to me is an addition to the division that they've pushed, this COVID, this fear. The idea even that these states are open and those states aren't. It's more division. Why do they have that and we don't have this? Nobody cares about Hollywood anymore. They can't really use Hollywood to manipulate us because Hollywood's dead. Everyone's got access to everything. Hell, the fan base on this show is absolutely amazing. I love each and every one of you. But back in the day, the idea that somebody could reach out to somebody just simply by speaking into a microphone was impossible. You had, you, you guys probably, you know, most of you remember, there was three channels. Now there are so many channels, people don't even watch TV. Now people want to find a, a podcast. They want to find a YouTube show. They want to find something that's bite-sized. The whole entirety of everything we've ever experienced has changed. 
And it happened so gradually that they didn't even allow us to think about it because we were never trained or taught to look for these things. What's happening to us now, what's happening for us now is that we're able to see who we're supposed to work with, who we're supposed to connect with and what we're supposed to do in this juncture that is this particular version of humanity. There is no right and wrong. There is no anything other than becoming aware of changing your spots. The entirety of life, the whole reason we live is happening right now. To change, to adapt, to grow, to understand who we are and why we fit into this. The pushback in Ontario was fantastic. The cops, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stop people randomly. Because think about this. Had it gone the way they wanted it to, and maybe this was a snafu, maybe this was just the first sign of a pushback, because I've never seen it before. I mean, I'm sure I've seen the riots, but, you know, the stuff that's that's being publicly broadcast and televised. Because what happened here was the system put its own people, its own pawns at risk. Because if our fearless leader, Douglas Ford, can say things like the, the police will stop you, there's going to be people out here that are so pushed to the brink that if they see a police officer, they're going to shoot them or they're going to fight them or they're going to cause something just for seeing a cop. Or if they actually did follow through with this, you would have seen things like people being stopped all over the place and then aggression coming up. And at the end of the day, 90% of the police are just doing their job, right? It's a shame that it took this long for people to start asking, but when the police, the enforcers of these of the regime who are just people, people monitoring people, when the police truly step up and say, wait a minute, I don't need to blindly follow orders. You're not making any sense then the long arm, the muscle behind the oppressors goes away. Even though they hired us to oppress ourselves, 90% of people, you know, 10% of the police are in on it. 90% are just following orders. And when that goes down and when people start fighting each other, just for a simple message, even if nothing was done, an interpretation was made and people start fighting each other, it could turn deadly real quick. So they retracted that. They took it back because the police didn't even have to lift a finger or change anything or do anything. Once that message was out there from Douglas Ford and the people that control him, chaos was on the brink and they kiboshed it within 24 hours, which was an interesting thing. All because of some disease that nobody can truly prove or actively put their finger on. There was no ounce of proof, not even a stitch that this is any different than any other year ever in the history of humanity when it comes to sickness. Who gets sick? Who gets this? Who gets that? It's just a story. It's the same story everywhere. COVID and the restrictions were put in place because our hospitals couldn't handle the overflow. So you're telling me that in the history of everything that the Western civilization has done, they were never able to create enough hospitals in the entire country everywhere to handle a sickness. Now, like I said, anyone can believe what they want to believe and it's entirely up to them. And I applaud you for having your beliefs a year, a year and a half in. If you still believe the the narrative, man, that's cool. I don't know why you do it, but that's cool. I'm not going to fight you and I don't need you to fight me. 
because I had the ability to see exactly what you saw. I was handed the exact information that you were handed and I asked more questions. No offense to anybody, but you know, never argue with an idiot. They will drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. Instead, we come to unity and we can unite with every single person that is believing what we're believing. And it's not an echo chamber like some people want to say, oh, you said, I said. It's my interesting information combined with your interesting information that creates a new thought pattern, a new synapsis, a new path, a new mental connection that allows us to create more and see more and do more and find your pieces. But if we don't do that, then we're stuck fighting. We're fighting each other and we're not getting anywhere. People are so worried about stepping on toes and, and doing this, that, and the other thing. Like, Listen to the arguments of people that want to make fun of you. Fuck everyone that wants to make fun of you for thinking the way you think. They're not real people. They've come nowhere. They've not had the experiences you've had. Appreciate them for what they are. But know that you don't have to ever take their word for anything. Find the people that you need to connect with to create what you need to create. But finding the people that you need to fight with is also a sign of, you know, egoic drive. It's not for us anymore to argue. To anyone that has these thoughts, to anyone that has this opinion, it's up to you to go and create what you need to create without anger, without angst, without tension. Because enough people linking together creates a pretty solid wall. And as much as we want to get passionate about certain things and get aggressive... And, and often we do get lost. We get lost in what we believe to be our truth, the truth, the world's truth. And then we have one foot in and one foot out of this door. We drift in and out of this, this reality, this, this belief system. But once we do finally execute on what we need to execute on, we get one step closer to creating what we want to create, which again is unity. So if it took absolute destruction of the way things were to wake us up to the way things should be, then that's where we are right now. And since there is no crashing through the window into some new version of reality, you inch your way in. You go in a bit, you come out a bit. You go in a bit, you come out a bit. It's kind of how you were born. <laughs> that was pretty gross, but a great way to end the show. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green... Keep your stick on the ends. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.